We're back with another seven-second delay quiz. Now with David in Ridgewood. Welcome, David. Thank you, Ken. You have a beautiful, uh, beautiful studio there. We're watching you on Zoom. You. Well, so, David is prepping for his uh, career in podcasting. <laughs> but but he already yeah. has a podcast. He must. Everybody in America has a podcast, Andy. I met a man. I met a man without a podcast. <laughs> a couple weeks ago. No, you didn't. Well, he has a podcast by now. Yeah, but he at the time he didn't have a podcast. Okay, very funny. The lad pod, the last podcast in America. And David, you've uh, been participating in seven second delay uh, events and stunts for for many years now, right? Many years. I I uh, I first met uh, Uncle Andy at uh, McDonald's on the New Jersey Turnpike in I think two thousand and three. Oh, you were at that show. I yeah. remember we were, we were buying we were buying our listeners uh, milkshakes and fries, little tummy <laughs> not just milkshakes, milkshakes and fries. Yeah, uh, was that, that the was, I, was that the Garden State Parkway? Was that the Garden State I Parkway? I believe so. Yeah, and then that was back when I wasn't adverse to meeting our listeners in person. And then and I not think yet acquired the current level of fear. I think you had a you had a, a game of tug of war at a McDonald's on the Garden State Parkway once, Andy. Those yeah, were the that was a later event or a snowball, Damn. a snowball Damn, we fight. And, and now we actually have a game of musical chairs coming up at Monty Hall in February. What's the insurance issues with that? My God, I was thinking the same thing. The waiver will have to sign. I mean, we're going to have to be so careful. It's good. It's full body contact musical chairs. Well, knee pads, we, elbow braces, should, helmets. Yeah, we're we're, we're helmet, yeah. yeah we're providing knee pads and elbow pads and uh, boxing masks and uh, sixteen ounce gloves. By the way, not that no and, not. And what strength? Uh, what strength? The uh, stun guns. What will we be allowing? Four point We're not monsters. All right. So, David, tell us what you're going to be quizzing us on today. Well, in honor of Andy's traveling and thus the moratorium on the masturbatorium, I have uh, 10 questions about pornography. Excellent. Oh, uh, no. Oh, <laughs> Ken yells, excellent. <laughs> all of them are fully arable, FCC compliant. A quick impression of my friend Ken. Buzz, excellent subject. <laughs> well, Andy, you're the one with the masturbatorium. Uh, you know. Oh, my God. God, I don't. I don't have it. I. I actually do not have a dedicated spot for watching my pornography. I know that he's always. Yeah, I know, David. He's always at my house. Are you <laughs> using it? I just need ten minutes. Ten minutes in there. This is my impression. Okay. I wish you hadn't uh, gotten rid of the window. I was able to sneak in there until you bricked up the window. Why did you need to yeah, do I that? They no longer they no longer will build a masturbatorium with a window. They actually learned the lesson. Mm -hmm. Wow! So I saw one of the last ones. That's that's pretty yeah, cool. You did. You did. You there was a class oh, action God. suit. I assume this is already this is already just so stressful. Why? Because my kids listen. Yeah, but they're all watching porn themselves now. They're all old enough that. Oh <laughs> no! You don't have any pre-porn kids anymore, Andy. Don't you realize? Uh, oh, no, I don't even want to respond to that. Andy, joke. your kids are seeing stuff at age 11 that you didn't see until you were 60 years old. Suck on oh, that. No. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, Ken, you're going to you're going to really win. <laughs> OK, I'm ready okay. to go. I will overcome my discomfort. I will. Uh, ready it's, to go. it's informative as well as uh, exciting. <clears throat> Question one. What book is considered to be the first original pornographic novel in English? It was pu first published in England as Memoirs of a Woman of Pleasure. Oh, I'm ready to go. It is one of the most prosecuted and banned books buzz. in history. Yes, Buzz. Lady you Chatterley's Lover. Choice. Lady Chatterley's Lover. By D.H. Lawrence. That is not one of the three options. Oh, we okay. didn't even, story, we didn't even. Story, okay, Buzz, Story of Multiple o. choice. Story of O. Is it Clarissa? By Samuel Richardson, no Fanny Hill by John Cleland, oh, or The Adventures of Peregrine Pickle by Tobias Smollett. Buzz, I'll buzz. I've heard of yes, Fanny Andy. Hill. I'm going to guess B. That is correct for one point for Andy Breckman. Oh, 
No, I, I am curious, uh, David. These are great questions. That was a great question. The other two, the other two options. Did you make them up, or were they real? Uh... No, those are real. Clarissa is a novel from the same year as Fanny Hill, and so is The Adventures of Peregrine Pickle, which I thought might have lured someone. Seventeen fifty-one for that. Wow. And what year was Fanny Hill? Seventeen forty-eight. Really? And what mm -hmm. happens? What happens in Fanny Hill that's so damn pornographic? Uh, you know, I I can't say I've read it. Uh, it's it's kind of a um coming of age novel apparently. <gasps> so With, there's you know and and a pot boiler. And this was based in Fanny Hill was set in colonial America. I think it's in England and England. Okay. It was the author was charged with corrupting the king's subjects. Yes. I bet you I there will, were. Uh, and then uh, if you I will very quickly determine whether it's a book I'm interested in reading with one question. Pictures? <laughs> Some editions, yes. Some edition pictures? Yeah. Okay, I'll, yeah. I'll check it out. Question number two, also historical. What was the first adult erotic film depicting explicit sex to receive wide theatrical release in the United States? Buzz. Was it? Buzz. I am curious, Yellow. That is not one of the three options. <sighs> So are we penalizing him for pre-buzzing? No, I think yeah, I think he blew it there. I did. Oh, but but by that logic, then I blew the first one with Lady Shatters. So I'll give us okay. Well, let's let David let's let David do his list. We'll do the multiple choice. Okay. Was it A. Deep Throat by Jerry Gerard? B. Blue Movie by Andy Warhol. Or C. Modern Swedish Love by Engar Smolund. Can I guess again? Yeah, you can. You haven't yeah, buzzed go in. Go ahead. You, you, you've buzzed you in already. I'll buzz. I'll buzz. And because it's counterintuitive, and I respect David's uh, uh, slyness, uh, C. My answer is C. That the is incorrect. Theory. What were the first Wait, two? Let me finish. Let me finish. I'm just thinking out loud. Okay. <laughs> what were the first two again? The first two Warhol. for Ken are A, Deep Throat, or B, Blue Movie. Well, Warhol wouldn't would never have received a uh, a wide theatrical release, so it's got to be Deep Throat. Incorrect. Oh, it was Blue it Movie? The first wide theatrical release in the U.S. that had actual sex in it was Andy Warhol in 69. And that wow. that received, like, nationwide distribution? Yeah. Wow. He was already that... He was already that well-known that he could, uh, he could command that kind of distribution. Wow. Okay, another reason. Another reason why Andy Warhol is a, a historical figure. All right, the score. Uh, the score screen. is uh, negative one to zero. Andy is winning. I am. Yeah. Oh, you're you being very. Ken, you're being generous. You're being very generous. Okay, ready to go. Which Supreme Court justice said about hardcore pornography? I, I know, know it when, it when I, see, I it. see it. Was it A. Justice William Rehnquist? B. Justice Harlan Stone? Or C, Justice Potter Stewart. Buzz C. Yes, Ken. Correct for the point. Ken. All right. There oh. we go. Uh, I'm back at I'm back the, at zero. The case was Jacobellus versus Ohio. It was 1964. Oh, by the way, the the complete quote is, uh, "I know it when I see it," and oh boy, I'm seeing it now. <laughs> Actually, the quote is, "But I know it when I see it." And the motion picture involved in this case is not that. Hey, what was but the what was the motion picture involved? That's in that the case? next question. Okay. What motion picture was Justice Stewart referring to? The Ohio, the state of Ohio declared the film. Buzz, scene. Buzz Silver Streak with Jill Clayburgh. <laughs> it is not one of the options. Oh, sorry. <laughs> the uh, the three choices are The Lovers by Louis Malle. No, Viva no. Maria by Louis Malle no, or no. Pretty Baby by Louis Malle. One of these three films was declared obscene by the state of Ohio and was overturned at the Supreme Court. A, The Lovers, B, Viva Maria, or C, Pretty Baby. Okay, well, Kenna, you want, you're going to buzz in? No, I was hoping you would. I'll buzz in and say, okay, Pretty Baby... That that's kind of controversial because uh, the uh, star was so young, of course. Yeah, right? Brooke Shield. Brooke Shields was so young, but I don't believe I would have heard about it if that was a Supreme Court case. So I'm going to say A, the lovers. That's one point for 
Andy Breckman. All okay. right, way to go, Andy. I just would have. I just know I would have heard more about Pretty Baby if it had been a big case. Yeah. Okay. So Brooks Shields was not alive in 1964, right? Oh, of course. That's of course. How old was Brooks Shields in Pretty Baby? I do not have that Wasn't information. Wasn't she like 10, 10 or eleven? Yeah. Never... She looked twelve. <laughs> I'm sure it's in her. Uh, didn't she publish an autobiography a couple of years ago? I have a question about her autobiography. Yeah. Pictures? Oh, yeah. Probably. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, I'm going to check that out. Comes with 3D glasses, as a matter of fact, Andy. I know it when I see it in 3D. All right, the score is Andy plus one and Ken zero. I can't believe that's true because I, yeah. ca I can't believe I know anything about this. Okay, well, I'm, I'm not penalizing you for all your joke buzzes. Uh, when you try to answer the question before David's oh, even... That, oh, you're being very... Yeah. You're being We're playing very, strictly very, Scandinavian uh, here. Yeah, strict Scandinavian rule. Okay, here we go. Question four. Who said... Oh, no. Sex, a great and mysterious motive force in human life, has indisputably been a subject of absorbing interest to mankind through the ages. It is one of the vital problems of human interest and public concern. Buzz... <laughs> Ben Affleck? <laughs> the options are oh. A, Margaret Sanger, early 20th century birth control advocate and founder of Planned Parenthood. B, Dr. Alfred Kinsey, noted American researcher on human sexuality. Or C, Justice William Brennan, who sat on the Supreme Court from 1956 to 1990. Okay, I'll, okay. can you buzzing in? Uh, I'm going to say Margaret. Yeah, I'll buzz in and say Margaret Sanger. Well, that's not right. That is incorrect. That's incorrect <sighs> because Ken, the last answer that that David gave was A. Ken, you're not even ah. Uh, every he David David mixes it up like that. Okay, the correct answer because it sounds like a judge's decision to me. I'll say it's a C uh, Rehnquist a uh, 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 decision. Uh, that is another point for Mr. Breckman. There it is. But wait, Rehnquist? Was that? Yeah. It was no, Brennan. Yeah. Oh, Brennan. Because Andy said Rehnquist. Yeah. Well, but I, but I knew it was a judge's decision. All right. He well, was going with C, I we'll think. We'll let you have yeah. it, Andy. All right, Brady. You're very, very sportsmanlike. He is. He's a, he's a good man. Andy's uh, three points ahead now. And we're All up right. for actually, well, coming... actually round six coming up. Anyone that says Ken isn't a good man, a good, decent man, I will. I will pee on that person. Uh, that Andy, not, do you know what what deep fake is? Not because I love Ken. I just love urinating. <laughs> on but, apparently on on people. Apparently, I'll urinate anywhere. Oh, you really? You don't have a preference? It's a hobby, and and a passion. Well, it's a uh, deep fake. Do I know what deep fake is? Well, I guess I I know it's been in the news. Yeah, I do a little bit. Yeah. Okay, so we're we, we're leaving the past and entering the present. Uh, so Ken will probably be able to catch up here. Uh, the New Yorker reported on a review of nearly fifteen thousand deep fake videos found online. Wow! What wow. percentage of these fifteen thousand videos were pornographic? Wow. <laughs> was it 28%? Was it 60%? Yeah. Or was it 96%? Buzz. Yeah. Yes, Ken? 96%. That is a point for Ken. I would agree with, uh, yeah, well, that's kind of a, a gimme, if yeah. you don't mind my saying. Yeah. That's that's what people do. They put Princess Leia back in movies, and then they, and then they fake you know, the, celebrity sex. The key word in that question was pornographic. <laughs> That's the tell. That's the giveaway. We're halfway through. Okay. Well, pornography... are, by the way, these are these are very thoughtful questions. Thank and, you. And Ken and I really appreciate it. Pornography always drives innovation. Well, that's actually... I'm going to skip ahead to a future question on that note. Uh, what publication once proclaimed pornography to be the low-slung engine of progress? Was it A, the New York Post, B, Harper's Magazine, or C, the New York Times? Oh, I'll buzz. I'll buzz. Okay, so we're eliminating the Post. The Times is the 
the times is the, would be the uh, conventional wisdom. So I'm eliminating that, and I'll say Harper's Magazine. That is incorrect. I was joking. David, I, you don't even know when I'm joking. Ken, you got that joke, uh, right? I'm going to say the New York Post. Uh, that is also incorrect. Oh, it was it's the, the Times? Times? I like how Andy and I don't want to give the Times any credit. Yeah, exactly. Any yeah, credit at all. Any, any credit, more credit than they I actually, I actually ruled out the Times when you said that line because it wasn't badly written enough. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so we're both wrong. We pornography both, drives innovation. We both got a negative point. It's, but pornography drives innovation, but it doesn't always use its blinkers. <laughs> just to just to completely confound that metaphor. Oh, we have one more historical one, I guess. Oh, David, it, you're the best. In 1969, what country became the first to abolish censorship and legalize visual pornography? which arguably led to the explosion of commercially produced pornography. Was it A, Denmark, B, Sweden, or C, Holland? Hmm. Buzz. Yes. Well, when I was growing up, everyone was talking about Swedish movies, and that would be my guess, B. B, that is incorrect, minus one point. Uh, I'm going to say Denmark then. That is one point for Ken Friedman. All oh, right. God. Well played, my friend. Well played. And we are That's back at... why I made up Modern Swedish Love by Angar Smoland. That was not a real movie. <laughs> oh, oh you are cashing in on that Swedish thing. Did you, you make dying. up the oh. name Ingmar Smoland? <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> the, the score is zero to zero. Ken, aren't you glad you asked that question before you offered the man a, a slot on WFMU, Igmar, Igmar's Corner? Yeah. <laughs> Igmar's now you know it's fictional. All right. According to the Journal of Sex Research. Oh, my, men... subscription, my subscription ran out like two months ago. <laughs> Bad timing. Men watch porn at what ratio compared to women? Is it A, 20 to 1, B, Eight to one, or C, four to one. Uh, 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 uh. Uh, buzz, buzz. So yes. of those numbers, twenty-eight and four, which is the larger number? Twenty is the largest. That would be twenty. Yeah. Okay, I'll guess twenty. That is one point down for Andy Breckman. Ooh, Andy no, goes no, into negative numbers. I'm going to say C, four to one. That is correct. Ken takes the lead. Gals like 80%. the porn, Andy. I should pay more attention to my wife, Beth, and what she's doing, <laughs> what she's doing after dinner. She goes upstairs for an hour. Oh, she's not watching porn then, is she? I've never, I've never asked her. Huh. But apparently, if that answer is correct, the odds are, the odds are there. Well, that's, you, have to, you have to resubscribe to the Journal of Sex Yeah, Andy, I can't believe you let your subscription you run report. out, man. Uh, my problem with that journal, not enough pictures. Somebody must be cutting them out because I have plenty of pictures in my copies. Maybe your yeah. son or your yeah. daughter. My, mail, my mailman is going through my 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 journal. Ah, oh, that explains it. And sending the pictures to you. That's right. Your mailman is one of those perverts. Isn't yeah. He? Yeah. Yeah. Pantsless Joe delivers our mail every afternoon. Oh my God! You have Pantsless Joe too. I can't yeah. believe that. He just keeps getting fired and they transfer him to a new town. I know. I call City Hall every day. Would you ask our mailman to please wear some pants? Oh, they're just going to... He doesn't even wear those, those short ones. Jorts. Those jorts. <laughs> I beg him. I bought him jorts. Now, since you're going to be traveling, uh, are you uh, Airbnb the Masturbatorium or is it going to be fully mothballed? I, I, uh, I put it, it's, it's, if, in case our listeners are listening, there's a triple locks on my message. Oh, really? No yeah, because what's, what's happening to your kids while you're doing all this traveling, Andy? Uh, I mean, they are I, in the masturbatorium at their own request. Triple locked in. Locked in. Okay. And you have some way to get them food and water? Oh, thank God we've had this conversation. That completely skipped my mind. <laughs> yeah, man. It's like they're not hamsters. You got to do more than poke a couple of holes in the in the roof 
So you're saying, and just to get it clear, feed the kids, op, uh, the ham, feeding the hamster is optional, if I understand you correctly. Well, yeah, it's, and also uh, you can leave a whole bunch of lettuce for the hamster, but for the kids, I think you need somebody to bring them food. Quick impression of our, of our guest, David, right now. They can't go on like this forever. They have to stop talking soon. <laughs> Good thing David has uh, a camera so you can, you can read his mind. Was I right, David? Was I close? <laughs> Do I get a point for that? You saw that I was silently whistling. Yeah, exactly. I, don't, I, don't, I didn't bring gum in like a fool. Exactly. Well, we have about four or five minutes left here. Okay, so okay. maybe a couple of questions. And you know and what? Two, two remaining questions. Ken's got a slight lead. Okay. Okay. Plus, I, I, one, I, plus I, one to negative one. I've got to bear down. I've got to sweep these last two questions to tie. Yeah. Go ahead. At any given second of the day, it is estimated that there are approximately how many unique visitors currently viewing porn? Is it 18 million? 30 million? This world 60 million. Buzz. Wait, was the last one, was the last answer 60 or 16? 60. Yeah, 18, buzz. 30, or 60. Yeah, I'm going to say And then are you asking worldwide or are you asking in Madison, New Jersey? <laughs> this is global. But this is global. Yeah, I'm going to say 60. Uh, that is one point down for Ken. Oh, no! You're kidding! I could tie it hey, in. Wait, 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 wait. I oh. could wait. I could, I could tie it up with this question. You could tie so it. the two remaining numbers are what? 18 and 30. This can't be true. Million. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. And there are 8 billion people on the planet, right? Yeah, although not all of them have wireless. Right. If you had told me, if, you, if 8 billion was one of your guesses, I might have guessed that. But you can, um, watch, you can watch porn on Ethernet. That's true. Okay, uh, what is the higher of the number there than the, of the remaining numbers? I believe the higher eight. is B thirty. Okay, I'll guess thirty. That is one point for Andy Breckman. Oh, oh we're tied. tied, Ken. We've never been in this position. This is like overtime, sudden death. Yeah, it is sudden death. Question. And it comes down to a question uh, designed to bother media mogul Andy Breckman. Oh no. Hollywood produces about 500 movies and TV series in a year, generating about $9 billion. 98%. In comparison. 98%. Is that the answer? Oh, I thought you were going to ask how many of them suck. <laughs> uh, no, it's not about suckiness. Okay, in I'm sorry. Withdraw. Yeah. Go ahead. Here we go. In comparison, the professional pornographic industry generates how much? Is it $8 billion? Is it $13 billion or is it $34 billion? Ah, huh, that's a great question because there's no global. You're talking about the, you're talking about globally again. I think this is actually probably based in the U.S. Because it's, it's says, because you're asking in dollars. Right. And it says Hollywood is $9 billion, So they're not talking about the global production of mainstream well, I'll, film. I'll, I'll, <clears throat> Okay, I'm going to take a shot, even though it's sudden death, and, and it might be more prudent to, to uh, hold my fire. I'm going to say the higher number. Was that $34 billion? That's I'm the gonna, highest one. I'm going to say the lowest number, $8 billion. Well, you both lost a point. It's tied at negative one. Wow. It's $13 billion. <laughs> wow. Oh, we've, never, we've never tied before. This actually feels great. Now, this is the... Can to tie on this subject. Can we have one more sudden death question? I should have prepared an extra question. Oh, that's okay. That's okay. Now, David, why you told me earlier why you uh, prepared this pornography quiz? Why did you do it? Um, I don't remember what the inspiration was. I, I, I for a couple of occasions years ago, uh, I had had uh, trivia contests at birthday parties. And oh, this wow. particular one, I did one about popular celebrities about whom I knew nothing, one about pornography, um, what the other topic was. But it's just a you know sort of deep dive you know what, research. You know what might have inspired David? Uh, you know what might have inspired David here, Ken? What? Women. Women? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Good, yeah. Po good point, Andy. <laughs> Naked ass women. So, uh, David, have you decided what your new podcast is going to be called? 
Uh, we're currently the working title is "Walking the Weird." Walking the Weird, and and, and what is it? Discussions of nineteenth century and twentieth century weird fiction. Wow, that's great! All all um, like nineteenth and eighteenth century horror fiction. Yep. Oh, that sounds great! Wow, wow, fantastic! That's a good. I I like that title too. It's memorable. It's great. All right, we are out of time, uh, David. Thanks so much for the quiz today. My pleasure. Sorry you tied. No, I think it's great. It's re it's refreshing. It's exciting. Yeah, that's okay. Now we're going to say goodbye to you, and now we're going to leg wrestle to, to <laughs> figure this Give thing me out. Break the tie. Yeah. <laughs> leg wrestle. Do you even know how to really, leg wrestle? If you really, if you really do have leg wrestling skills, you have a big advantage in our uh, musical chairs contest. Well, I'm going to be the referee. I'm going to be one of the referees at musical chairs. I, I wouldn't dare use my leg wrestling skills in in that venue. All right. Thanks, David. Thanks, Andy. Okay, man. Talk soon. Pleasure. Thanks, David. You were terrific. Thanks. Bye. 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 Andy and I are. That was a pre-recorded listener quiz in which listener David quizzed Andy and myself on the subject of porn. And uh, up next, we are going to hear listener Fred from Washington pivot to art. Andy and I are here with listener Fred from Washington with another seven second delay quiz. Hi, Fred. Hi, how are you, Ken? Good. How you doing? I'm, you I'm well, thank you. And what do you do in Washington there? Uh, I retired. Uh, I got smart and retired during the pandemic. I spent about uh, I spent a couple of decades teaching college students the history of art. How'd that go for you? Well, it was it was fun while it happened, you know. No, I'm being serious. How was that? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, actually, I, I think, I've um, met the kids. I, I've met those kids. I know. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been there. Okay. Uh, then. Hey, Ken, and uh, I guess this is also, uh, I'll open this up to Fred as well. Uh, have you ever seen me floss? I never have, actually, no. And uh, Nor have I. <laughs> oh, this is me flossing, Kenny. Yeah, maybe this is why Zoom was invented. Oh, no, I, I think it's really great zooming in on this, yeah. Yeah. Actually, actually, Andy, I think you just missed one. Thank, oh, thanks, brother. Uh -huh. This is why Zoom was invented. But you know, uh, you're you're going in and out of camera, so I can't see what you're doing when when you got a really big chunk in your flosser there. Uh, what are you doing? Are you sucking oh, it, it, sucking it back in and eating it and swallowing yeah, it? Yeah, it's called it's called dessert. Okay. Huh. Uh, it's my because uh, a lot of people would throw those away. I know they would. Yeah. I'm sure they would. So Fred was Fred's been teaching art history, and now he's going to. Uh, now, are these questions that you've put together, Fred, these uh, 10 questions, a dozen questions, are these questions that you've used in your class or are these questions that you sat down and, and, and conceived just for, the, just for us? These questions are way too easy for anything I would ever use in a class, actually. Oh, no, that's, oh, that's it, man. It's on. Uh, I, I, I figured I'd, you know, go with the lowest common denominator. Well, that's okay. good. Anyway, look, I've taught lots and lots of kinds of students. I've taught some very smart students, and I've taught some not so smart students. And so, wherever, wherever you are, is don't worry. I'll just slot you in. That's fair. okay. Well, if you if you grade on a curve, uh, I might be okay. We're like yeah, the probably, we're like the not so smart students, but maybe a little bit taller. That's the impression I have. Yes. And we have I've, less. I've gunk. been listening to you for a while now. After all. And and I and we have less gunk between our teeth. Well, you Thanks. do. I haven't yeah, flossed no, yet. Yeah. No, you haven't flossed yet. Uh, that'll be our big. That'll be our big finale. So, Fred, yeah. the way this works is uh, Andy and I will say the word "buzz," or I will say the word "buzz." Andy has some kind of buzzing device that he uses. I wish and, I did. I don't actually. And uh, whoever buzzes first gets a shot at the question. If you get it right, you get a point. If you get it wrong, you get a negative point. And then the other person can take a shot if they so desire, but they can pass as well. So if and, Ken is wrong, don't don't correct him uh, because I, I would have a shot at answering the same so, question. So I, I'm very good at not correcting people. 
I'll bet, also, you were, um, I'll bet you were a great professor. I'll bet you were. I could already tell. I wish I was. Be- I wish I was I've got better the right at attitude that. anyway. So wait. So Ken, are you going to keep score? Yeah, I'm keeping score here. All right. And then I'll, uh, I'm going to keep score too. Uh, keep Ken honest. <laughs> Just the kind of guy you are. Okay. Exactly. All right, Fred. Okay, so yeah, let's start. Give us the first question. Okay, art history. Question. Ken, how do you think you're going to do on art history? Not very well. I don't I don't <laughs> know anything about art history. Even though I did take an art history class, I hated it and uh, don't remember anything about it. And it was also only about medieval art. That's the spirit. We always love hearing about that from our former students. Yeah. <laughs> okay, here's your first question. Um, designed for any moron, really. One. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> One, what is the 19th century French art movement famous for putting together tiny dabs of paint on on canvas to make scenes of landscapes or people, etc.? Buzz. Yes, Ken. Pointillism. Wrong. Oh, God. Wait, well, wait. close, though. Very close. Wait, I know. Wait, Monet was a practitioner of this, wasn't he? And what was the name of it? It was uh, Impressionism. Wait. Very good. Andy's got it. Oh, man. Andy's too ahead of me now. Oh, that's right. That's exactly right. You lost lost the point. I would like, now all I have to do now, my strategy has just changed. All I have to do now is stall. All I have to do is stall for 25 minutes. So, Fred, was, was was Surratt considered an Impressionist and not a Pointillist? Well, actually, that Ken, you're 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 so far more sophisticated than Andy in his in his answer. <laughs> As a matter of fact, actually, you were exactly precisely right in a way that was far more erudite than I expected either of you to have. Oh, I should get it right then. You totally should get it right then. Wait a well, minute. put it this Wait way: a here, here, Wait a here are the four. Here are the four. I was going to make this multiple choice, okay. and the multiple choice would have been expressionism, impressionism, realism, or colorism. But strictly but pointillism, speaking, wait, wait, shouldn't we shouldn't we factor this in? The word pointillism is a word that Ken just made up on the spot. Not actually, so. Actually, Andy, from a strictly scholarly standpoint, that is a complete lie. <laughs> well, it's a lie, but I well, I don't know if it's a complete lie. I got it okay. too. I got the question too right. Pointillism does not actually, exist, Ken. Pointillism is a made-up word. I think Ken should get like one and a half or two, actually. Andy oh. should get one because he had something, but Ken should get extra credit for this. Uh, yeah, I'm getting plus two. I'm putting down you plus two. That's the, what you should do. The important thing is I've been I've been flossing every day. Exactly. All right. Next I don't question. know what the score is. Well, okay, now we're completely off the. It's off two the to bed. one. Fine. Yeah. fine. <laughs> Speaking of which, pointillism. I didn't know you were allowed to just make up words. Who was the artist of this group who became obsessed with painting water lilies? Buzz. Well, you, yes. Well, it, I'll say Monet. Well, I was going to say Monet also, but you buzzed before. Sure you, you, I you buzzed before you. Yeah, you backwards. you buzzed before he gave us our choices. No, it wasn't multiple choice. He was said it? which he said which of the following group. He was about to read a group. That's right, exactly. Oh. I'm gonna take that point. Well, that wasn't my fault, uh, because I didn't I wasn't listening. You can't blame me. I wasn't really paying attention. But Monet it, Monet is correct though. Right? Monet yes, is Monet, correct. Monet is correct. Hey, so I Monet believe, is the right answer. I believe, look, if we're really gonna drill down into this, I believe I deserve extra credit for knowing the answer before I heard all the choices. Wow. Um, try and telling that to your professor sometime. Uh, yeah, okay. Well, I, I think I am, actually, right now. <laughs> yeah, and, and you're not doing so well, may I okay, say. Okay, fine. Okay, I didn't. I buzzed too early. Fine, I'll take a negative point. No, you, just, makes... you didn't get it wrong, no. so let's just put you down at zero. Exactly. Whatever makes Ken happy. That's, That's the fair answer. I was born to make Ken happy. That's clear. Okay. That is weird. Believe me. Yeah, it is okay, weird. Okay, we're rolling. We're okay. So this is question number three. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna pay closer attention, be more attentive. I'm gonna follow my the directions better. Yeah, maybe stop flossing. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe I will. Ken. I, I've never had a student flossing during an exam. I have to say, and you're, you're not an advertisement for it, Andy. Let me tell you. No, I don't think. I have. <laughs> 
If I saw if I was a professor and I saw students flossing, I'd quit right there. Yeah. Right does there. your Does your wife let you floss in public, Andy? Does my wife let me floss in public? Yeah. Like if you're sitting at a table with a bunch of people eating, and yeah. uh, you're flossing, will she yeah. Will she encourage you to uh, stop? Well, I don't. I can't speak for other women. It happens to make Beth horny as hell. <laughs> I see. Does it matter whether you're using a mini flosser or a full length of flossing tape? No. Wow. She's she's nuts for it. Man, you married the right gal. Oh, yeah. Obviously. Our first date was quite memorable. <laughs> did you show up with a roll? I did. Yeah, I can see that. You should learn to do what the French do, which is you keep a you keep a hand over your mouth while you do it. Oh, those little babies. That's what the impressionist did. Yeah, that's what the impressionist like Monet. Yeah, exactly. Now here's now here's an interesting hole I've I've dug for myself. I don't know the names of any other painters or the name of any other art movement than impressionism and Monet. All right, well, I'm fired. I'm out of ammunition. I'm home free. Yeah, exactly. That's why I did the test the way I did. Okay, we're ready to roll. Is this question okay. number three? Yep. Question number three. Okay. okay. What is the largest art museum in America? The National Gallery of Art, Ooh. the Metropolitan Museum, oh. the Museum of Fine Arts in Boston, or the Art Institute of Chicago. Let me just say these are very thoughtful and interesting questions. Well, thank you. Okay, I'm going to say I'm going to buzz because I'm behind and I need yeah. to throw a few Hail Mary passes. I'm going to say the largest art museum is the Metropolitan in New York. Right. Oh, okay. That, that, that. All right, it's uh, it's almost a tie ball game. It's a little it's a little unfair. I was in it, and it was big. You got it. <laughs> what was your favorite part of the Met, Andy? Oh no, no, I just walked in. I saw how big it was and left. Oh, yeah. so you didn't? Uh, a lot of people do that. I have, yeah. I have a life then. Well, I'm not gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna walk around a museum all day. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah, Makes right. Makes sense to me, huh? <laughs> okay. Question number yeah. four: What is the largest art museum in the world? Ooh. The Prado uh, in Madrid, the Hermitage in St. Petersburg, the British Museum in London, or the Louvre in Paris? Buzz. Yes? I'm going to say the Louvre. Right. No. no. You got it. Ken's doing great. Okay. Buzz, the Louvre. It's... Very good. Very good, Andy. Okay. We're both right. <laughs> And that's and that's that's the secret to my success in college. Uh, yeah, I could see that. I wait for the smart kid. I wait for the Asian kid to answer. How long did you last in college? Uh, over two months. Really? <laughs> yeah, over two months. I got past the two month mark. No, I can tell. I can tell. The secret is you don't sit right behind the Asian kids. Then you can't see the paper. You sit catty corner. Patty corner. If they're right-handed, you sit on their left and behind them. You weren't using mirrors or no secret cameras or anything like that? No. No? No. The you, secret you, is you wait for the Asian kid to sit, and then you sit behind them to the left. You know that Woody Allen joke about how he cheated on his philosophy test at NYU yes. by looking into the soul of the boy next to him? Yes. Great joke. That's the kind of thing Andy would do. The great joke. Okay, we're at question number five. I've question number five. Completely okay. lost track of the score, but we're okay. Okay. Who was the architect of the house called Falling Water? Was it Mies van der Rohe? No. Frank Lloyd Wright. Mm. Wright Lloyd Frank. Oh yes. Or the guy from Poco. Buzz. Yes. Frank Lloyd Wright. Right. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. What? That was the yeah. only real name on the list. No, it wasn't. Yes, Tim it was. Timothy Schmidt was on the list. Oh, yeah. The only real architect's name. So it was Mies van der Rohe, actually. That's like saying, Ken, here's a multiple choice question with only one choice. Good luck, Ken. That's really, come on, that's stacking the deck. 
Well, you could have gotten it easily, just as easily, couldn't you? No, I, I was too busy rolling my eyes and groaning. <laughs> you can't do the two things at once, yeah. Exactly. I roll my eyes, comma, then groan. That was All my right. that was my parking alarm going off a second ago. In case anybody heard that. I see. Okay, ready for the next one? Yeah. Okay, number six. What is the earliest monument built on the Washington, D.C. Mall? Great question. The Lincoln Memorial. Thank you. The Lincoln Memorial, the Jefferson Memorial, the Washington Monument, or the Vietnam Veteran Memorial? Buzz. Yes. The yes, Washington Andy. Monument. Right. Andy's got it. Yeah. Good job, well, Andy. Well, I guess chronologically, Washington came first. I don't know. And no, Washington and Jefferson were contemporaries. That's exactly right. Oh, Thomas Jefferson. Yep, Thomas Jefferson. Who oh, no, I see. Which, okay. which Jefferson, Jefferson did you think? George Jefferson? I thought George, George Jefferson from the show. Oh, I thought you meant Eddie Jefferson. One of my favorite know. jazz singers. The great scat singer, yeah. That's right, exactly. He was a good scat singer. I'll give you that. Oh, you don't think he was? He wasn't one of the greats. I don't throw the word "great" around like some people. Who's Who's your idea of a great scat singer, Andy? Oh, I guess Jefferson. (laughs) All right. (laughs) I'm not a big fan of scat singing. Oh, I am. I really am. Are you really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It doesn't drive you. I'm not a big fan of discussions about scat singing. Well, then you don't have to have one. Then you're, you? then you're going to love the next discussion because uh-huh. we're not going to talk about scat singing at all. I can't wait. I can't wait. WFMU, scat singing free since 83. <laughs> oh, I wish. That's how, I, how I wish we were free no, of scat don't. singing. Scott is brilliant, really, if you start thinking no, about Scott it. No, Scott thinks he's bad. Even Ella Fitzgerald and, and Louis Armstrong, even that, I, I roll my eyes. You're arm. putting them down? They're Scott singing moments. I always think it's uh, Ella forgetting the lyrics. Yeah, that's she, I, I saw her once, and she did that same thing live. I know. She forgets the lyrics and goes into a Scott singing. Yeah. It's, By it's the, the way, I'm going to start doing that, Ken, on our radio show if I ever come up short. Uh, or can't think of a witty response to something. I'm scat singing. That's my new policy. I do Wait, like Shuby Taylor. Like Shuby Taylor's the only scat singer I really like. Huh. Uh, I spent forever listening to Annie Ross, who I think is brilliant at stuff like that. No one's heard of either of those people. No, I like I like I do like Lambert Hendricks and Ross. Yeah. Also, no one's Swingle heard of singers. any of these people. And also, Swingle Singers, who do a whole album scat. You know? Oh, Andy loves the Swingle Singers. No one here. Well, he's pretending not to. No one. No one. Wait, hold on. Let me. Wait, no, he's me just. Th- he's too busy flossing. Don't don't take yeah, his like, don't take his okay, silence for indifference. He, All right, I, I won't. So I declare my dislike for scat singing conversation, and you two launch into eight minutes of your scat what? of scat singing. Life is unfair. Life is certainly unfair. Okay, you want your next question? Yes. This is our last our last art question, by the way. Oh, good. Okay. okay. Speaking of the Louvre, what is the popular name for its painting, often known to Italians as La Gioconda? Uh, I only know the Mona Lisa, a buzz Mona Lisa. Right. Yeah. What else? Good. I once wrote a a, a little mystery story, or maybe I stole it, maybe I read it, where uh, some... Thieves claim that they've stolen the Mona Lisa, but the uh, the art dealer knew it wasn't the genuine Mona Lisa because it was rolled up. The tw- the real Mona Lisa was was painted on wood. Is that correct? That's right. Yeah. That's correct. Wow, Andy, I'm impressed. I know twelve things in this world. That's one of them. <laughs> you know, the Mona Lisa has actually been stolen twice. Yes. One and time. The first time it was stolen, people came to the Louvre to just stare at the space where it had been. More people well, went there than had gone well, to see it, the Mona Lisa. Well, mentally challenged people. Uh, French people, yeah. Yeah, French people. That's yeah, same, French to people. you, that's the same thing, right? <laughs> I think there's an overlap. I think that in the Venn diagram, there's probably an overlap. I remember just being impressed with how small it was when I saw it. 
which is what everyone says about it. Every student I've talked to always says exactly the same thing. It's like oh the God, size of a I postage first... stamp. Yeah. When I first met Ken, that's exactly what I thought. He's very small. <laughs> He's smaller than I thought. Okay, three three quick music and art questions then, okay? Okay. Uh, Ken, are we on schedule? Are we, I know we're, yeah, we're, uh, we're actually ahead of schedule. We're going to be able to get to, uh, to more of Fred's questions, I think. Oh, okay. okay. Well, let's do our music questions, and then we can have a big tiebreaker if we want. Okay, okay, good idea. Okay, here's number one. Don McLean's song that starts, Starry, Starry Night. Right. About what artist? Buzz. Van, oh, Buzz. Oh. Van Gogh. Go Ken Buzz first. Ken Buzz first. He did. But he doesn't know the answer. No, I said Van Gogh. Oh. oh. I believe I believe. What if? Can I get uh, extra points if I pronounce it correctly? Uh sure. Okay, I believe Ken's trying to refer to Vincent van Gogh. 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 Actually, you're wrong. Actually. Okay, will you pronounce it for us, Professor? Van Gogh. Is it really? Van Gogh. Yeah, that's. Is it really? Yeah. Huh. Well, you learn something every day. A Dutch art historian told me this a long time ago. I wish I was in the room with. And what's you. what's the true story of the ear being cut off? Why why did oh. he why did he really do that? Well, I'll tell you what my professor told me a long time about that. He never cut off his ear. Just like the I story, suspected. The popular story. I, believe, of, I heard it was a flossing accident. <laughs> the popular story is that he cut off his ear and he gave it to somebody some prostitute that he was obsessed with yes there's absolutely no evidence that that ever happened what I, we do know that happened is that he mutilated himself on his ear yes and you know there are paintings of him with the ear bandaged right and he but mutilated that, himself because of a a a, a a love affair that ended or, or, or some well obsession probably more than love affair i thought he was angry at gogan because gogan wasn't doing the dishes or something Oh, the two of them hated each other. Yeah, just go watch that. Yeah, watch that movie of uh, Lust for Life. Yeah, Van Gogh. I know it's a stickler for clean dishes. Oh yeah, right. That, that, that's, that's famous. That's quite clear. <laughs> that's quite clear. Yeah, I don't know how he thought mutilating his ear was gonna, you know, get vengeance on Gauguin. That was kind of a silly idea. Well, weird guy, you know. What can you say? Yeah, I happen to know that it worked. Gauguin was up all night cleaning the whole kitchen. Yeah, right. Huh. <laughs> Okay, well, that's great. Next question. Yeah. This is a fill in the blank. Ready, got it. The, the, blank, blank. Is, the blank is the name of the artist. Okay. <laughs> okay. Fill in the blank in this song lyric by Jonathan Richmond. Oh, no. Buzz. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. Ken already does it. All right, I'll, some, okay, go ahead. Some, some guys try to pick up girls and get called the asshole, but that never happened to Pablo Picasso. You got it. Yep. Good question. Really? Yeah. Good question. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. I, have you ever seen? Have you ever seen Jonathan Ken? Uh, I have seen him, but I have never seen him perform. Oh, oh, really? I saw him once in Chicago. He, he is he and you know he and the Modern Lover, really marvelous. Are you guys talking about Jonathan Richmond to make me miss the scat conversation? Probably. Yeah, yeah a little bit. How's that working? You know, I could have guessed that because it rhymed. Very good. <laughs> what other artist would it rhyme with? Oh, with asshole? Well, yeah. Here's Jonathan Richmond trying to think what uh, rhymes with Picasso. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He worked backwards from Picasso. Okay, yeah. ready for another? De, this is Decurico. Decurico almost rhymes with asshole. Huh. This never happened to Giorgio Decurico. Although it probably did happen to Giorgio de Carica. That's right. That's why I wouldn't guess that. But that, that's a very good point, Ken. I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. Oh, for the love of God. Teacher's pet. Oh, my God. <laughs> you getting enough air up there, Ken? You buried yourself all the way up uh, Fred's ass? No, there's plenty of air, but I could use a light. Can you hand one up here? No, no, no. <laughs> oh, my God. A lantern, please. Yeah. 
Ben, I'm getting a little. I'm getting a little glimpse of how you. Uh, well, we believe in enlightenment college. in my department. That's true. Oh my God, kissing ass. All right, ready to go. Okay, this is the last one. Okay. They might be giant song. Meet James Enzor. Is about what country's famous artist? James Enzor. James Enzor. Hmm. Okay, I'm going to guess. Buzz. Yes. It's a Hail Mary pass. Wait, they might be giants. Are they Canadian? Nope. Are they, are they two no, Canadian they're, from, they're from Brooklyn. They're American oh. from this part of the world right here. I believe That's they right. live near the border, the Canadian border. They might be. No. They live in Brooklyn. They might travel to Canada quite a bit. I, I mean, know they live up there in Maine. They're right from New the York border. State. New York State does border Canada. Maybe that's what you're picking up on. Okay, then oh, I'm going to guess point. Canada. Uh, wrong. I never said it. I'm going to pass. I'm going to pass on that okay. one. Andy got a negative one. I got a oh, zero. Five. Knock yourself out, Ken. And the correct answer is? Belgium. Ah. Buzz. What the song says is, meet James Enzor, Belgium's famous painter. Check it out. Oh, my God. You must have been the best professor. I hope your students appreciated you. I, I, I hope they did, too. What percentage of your students appreciated you? That's very hard to tell. You, no, it's I, not. The answer is eight. <laughs> oh, well, all right, thanks. <laughs> well, Fred, didn't you have a page on ratemyprofessor.com? Uh, strictly speaking, that is true, yes. And what, I, what know, I heard my page was I heard I got very bad scores on my page. I spend no time looking at it. Oh my uh, god, Andy, is your page is your page still up on Rate My Does Professor? Andy have a page? Yes, he Everybody was gotta look for it. I'm sure I was terrible because I think my kids knew uh what I uh where my head was at. Oh my god, we have to look up your rate my professor. Everybody go page. look up Andy's page right now. I'm gonna register oh, I'm as sure. as soon as this quiz is over, I'm registering. I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure it's as bad as anything. <laughs> All right, so uh, let me see. I, I have two, three, four, five, oh, for the love seven. I have seven, and Andy has three. Andy well, got... you know who the real winner was, Ken? The American listening public. Exactly. Thank God for that, yeah. Yeah. Thank God for that. And congratulations, Ken. Well played. Do we want a uh, bonus round that's worth five points so you can win? Uh, oh, I'd be, I'd, I, I'd be very grateful. Thank you for oh, that. Yeah. All right, let's let's have one. Let's have a bonus round, Fred. Okay, one last question then. Okay, everybody ready? Mm-hmm. What is the most basic element of art involved in drawing? Is it color, space, mm -hmm. texture, no. or line? Buzz, buzz, buzz. Yes. Well. Okay. The the obvious answer is line, but that's I'm it's I, I but I believe the answer is space. Wow. You're going for space? Yeah, because that's the correct answer. But the, the professor threw in the word line to as a as a sucker bait. Mm -hmm. It's so catfishing. Was, he was catfishing us with the with <laughs> B. So what what does Ken say about that? Uh well I'm gonna pass. Oh, okay. Andy's going with space. What's the what's your answer? Line, of course. Oh, there it is. Oh, it well. was staring him in, in the face the whole time. So I'm, so I'm at minus 30 or something? Yeah, Andy's the great overthinker. Oh, yeah, that's, that's absolutely weird. true. It is absolutely true. I try to outthink. Uh, to me, every question is like a chess match. You know, Andy, the, the, well, the old, the old saying about that is think twice before thinking. Oh, that's a great, a great advice for kids that are doing multiple choice. Yep. When you so when you say when you give multiple choice, your advice is don't go with your first in, impulsive uh, thought. Actually, I virtually never give multiple choices except here. Um, what I usually tell students is when you're trying to identify a an image, and also I usually show people pictures and ask them who did them. Yeah. I usually say your first impression is your best one. Usually, most people talk themselves out of the answer instead of talking oh, themselves into the answer. But those kind of quizzes are also great because you can't cheat. You can't just go and AI and 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 write a have a computer write a, a response. Yep, and that's another thing we like about them. Absolutely. Yeah, and then do you walk around museums uh, every every free day? Uh, Washington has a number of them, don't doesn't it? 
Uh, yes, it has a whole hell of a lot of them, actually. I used to work at one of them. Hmm. And do, you come um, up to, do you come up to New York to walk around museums? Of course I do. I, in fact, I was just walking around museums there about two weeks ago. Okay, next time you come up, I'm gonna, my wife and I will meet you and walk around. I'd love to walk around a, a museum with you, with someone that knows what the hell they're looking at. But, Andy, that means right. you, have to, you have to go inside the museum. Yeah, even though 90% of it is crap. Well, Fred and well, Andy, Fred and Andy, we are out of time. I should have given you uh, four minutes notice, but we're uh, we're coming up on twenty nine minutes. So, Fred, thank you so much for a great quiz. Yeah, My Fred, it was, it, was, it was really it was really great meeting you. All right, the feeling is mutual. All right, see you on the honored. See you on the radio, Fred. See you, Andy. Okay, okay, okay. brother. Bye bye. Bye bye, everybody. Thank you to Professor Fred from Washington for that quiz on art history. And thanks also to listener David from Queens, who gave us the quiz on porn history in the first half of the program tonight. Next week on 7 Second Delay, I'm honestly not sure. Uh, Andy will either not be here again or he will be Skyping in. He is out not winning the award for Outstanding Producer of televised or streamed motion picture at the Producers Guild Awards in LA. Uh, so that's what we have to look forward to next week. This is WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope in New York City and Rockland County at 91.9 FM and online at WFMU.org. Thanks for listening, everybody. Stay tuned. Up next is Matt Fiveash and Weekly World Blues. of the blue scale. The blue scale is very simple, very useful, but also very simple to build. All you have to do is know your minor pentatonic scales. So in this case, I was playing A.
The blues come so many different ways until it's kind of hard to explain. Thank you.